at the party, Richter. Welcome to See What the Party, Richter. My name is Aaron Freskis, and I am joined, as always, by Joseph Beck Castro. Hello, cutie pies. And Chris Chapman. How's it going, everybody? Uh, and this episode, we are actually going to be watching Arnold's 2017 drama thriller. It's called Aftermath. Has anyone seen this? Nope. Definitely not, no. Okay. I, I literally had not heard of this until you told me we were going to watch it. I've, I know I've seen the trailer for it before, and I remember thinking, like, that looks fucking sad. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I did not watch it, but, uh, like, I without saying anything, it looked like, like, I, I, wanted, I was trying to think of a, a pun, but the only thing I could think of is sad Mando, like, instead of commando. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, I couldn't think of anything else that rhymes. Yeah, I think we talked about it when we were doing this episode, and that was like the first I've heard of it. And then we watched half the trailer, and I was like, I don't want to watch the other half because I don't want to know what happens. I know there's a plane crash, and Arnold's probably one kid dies because he can only he's only allowed to have one kid. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know where it's going after that. If he's going to go on a revenge tour, or if he's like. Just gonna be living with his grief, or if he's gotta like solve the mystery of why the plane crashed, I don't know. And uh, so the movie itself is gonna be a thriller because that's what it says, but it's also gonna be like a thriller to me because I don't know what kind of movie it is. So, uh, yeah, uh, um, we, we also saw him crying, which makes me think, like, is he maybe he's just like a plane aficionado and he doesn't like when the planes crash and there wasn't anybody on board. <laughs> Or, like, maybe he's just, like, a fan of that particular, what are those, air traffic controller? So he's like, oh, no, he broke his streak. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Hope, I'm hoping for one of those two of mine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like the idea that he's out here doing, like, fantasy baseball with air traffic controllers. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, got everybody's numbers. Yeah, but that's uh, all I have for that, because, but, yeah. So yeah, nothing really. Uh, I know Maggie Grace is in it because I saw her on the in the trailer. Hmm. Which oh. yeah, yeah. But that's all. Which if oh never mind. I was gonna make a taken thing, but I don't even know if it's about that. <laughs> Unless I guess the plane takes his daughter, but like to Dead Town. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, that's all I got. All right. Yeah, I don't have a ton to say except uh, no. I just don't really have a ton to say. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So let's go watch this movie. Let's go figure this out. Should we write lines for it again? Depending on um, how sad it is. Hey, you don't know. There could be a ton of lines in this. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. Right, but yes, well, we should probably write lines. Okay, cool. Uh, Yeah, that's all. Cool. Well, we'll see you after we watch the movie. And we're back. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be diving into the production side of Arnold's 2017 movie Aftermath. And I will say it is a pretty shallow pool we're diving into. So, uh, <laughs> do boners have anything else to mention before we get into it? Uh, not really. Everybody prepare for a depressing ass episode. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I, I tried to keep this as light as possible, but we'll see how it So goes. did I, and the darkness shines through. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh. Uh, seriously, there isn't a ton of info on this movie, so the production stuff sh should be so somewhat short. But anyway, so the movie was written by Javier Guyon, uh, G-U-L-L-O uh, ampersand N, Guyon, 
Guyon. Yeah. So anyway, this movie was written by Javier Guyon and directed by Elliot Nett Lester. Did you say ampersand? Probably. What's that thing called? That's that's a that's a wrong that's a wrong one. It's it's a a the the wiggly? It's like a tilde, but it's the, a real letter. The little so it's like a it's a no uh, no no, Mexican, no it's, it's the Mexican umlaut. Yeah yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah yeah it's a Mexican umlaut. Here uh, real quick, right here that oh oh that accent mark the accent mark okay see it's a Mexican umlaut it's an accent mark okay so the movie was written by Javier. Gullian, Gullian, and uh, directed by Elliot Lester, Lester, who directed the HBO movie Nightingale, which I mm. have know is a thing, but I never watched it. I don't even know what that is. Okay, well, he also directed music videos for Selena Gomez, Hilary Duff, Jessica Simpson, and Avril Lavigny. Lavigny, <laughs> Lavigny. I think it's Lavigny. I, I believe it's Lavigny. Oh, Lavigny. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> French Canadian. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, according to uh, IMDb, the movie had an estimated production budget of ten point five million, but oh. only ended up having a world- worldwide gross of eight hundred and forty one thousand dollars. <laughs> it was produced and was produced Wait, by how much? I'm sorry, say that again. It, it had a production budget of ten point five million, but only yeah. made eight hundred forty one thousand dollars. Oh God! Yeah. So it was produced by uh, Darren Aronofsky's production company, Pro- Protozoa Pictures, which, big surprise, huh? I did see that. Like, I saw the Darren Aronofsky's name on it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but a quick question. So do you guys actually think that they're planning on getting their money back for this movie? Because I, I cannot see any way that would have happened, especially with how little promotion slash advertising they, they actually did for it. No, I cannot imagine how they thought they were going to get their money back. I think I think maybe somebody thought that there was a chance they were going to get some awards for this and that that might give them enough of a push okay. to make some money back. But that I, makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, sorry. Uh so like the whole reason I was asking so like do movie studios just do movie studios just go in with the assumption that they're going to take a loss on some like stuff like unless you have like a big tentpole movie or something yeah i mean like that's that's what i mean with the awards thing is sometimes you know you're going to take a loss but you figure the prestige of it will take you through like next year or in home video sales or whatever like if you win enough awards or whatever but, yeah yeah because I, I, I honestly don't get how this movie was expected to do anything like i said especially with the minimal amount of effort that they put in with the yeah, advertising i have to reiterate here i had never heard of this movie before we brought it up to watch as part <laughs> me, of the podcast. Me neither. Like I've heard of Killing Gunther. I've even heard of Maggie. I had never even, I, I had no idea this movie happened. So uh, it was released on April 7th, 2017 with a same day video on demand release date, which I'm assuming just screams the <laughs> fact that they have confidence in it, huh? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Didn't even let it run in like independent theaters for a week. <laughs> Although maybe that was the fact uh, like to make up for the fact they did a shit job of promoting it. They're like, got to get some of that money back at least. Yeah, maybe. So there isn't really anything I could find uh, to confirm it, but I think it goes without saying that this was a box office's disappointment <laughs> considering <laughs> it made back less than 1% of their budget. So Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyhow, uh, going into the promotional stuff there, this is usually where we would get to the promotional material. But I seriously couldn't find much besides a couple of articles 
like article interviews with Arnold that leaned more towards the serious side. So instead, let's watch him giving a commencement speech during the same year for the University of Houston. Here you go. <laughs> what do I right. say? I know people just do commencement speeches, but is there any reason he was in Houston? Like, I didn't actually look up that part of it. I don't okay. think so because of his like, opening, like one of his opening kids, statements, or... opening oh, okay. his comments. But I don't know. It probably worked out the way it does with me with girls. We were just like, they're like, hey, Arnold. Do you want to do a commencement speech? Commencement speech? He's like, yeah, all right. You're like, what the fuck? All right, cool. <laughs> like, I didn't think that was gonna work out. That was like a joke, but uh, here we are. I'm honored to welcome you to the Cougar Nation, and invite invite you. So she introduces him. And I invite you to deliver the 2017 commencement address. Please welcome. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Wow. I am now a cougar. (laughs) (laughs) Cougar. (laughs) Whose house? (laughs) Whose house? (laughs) Whose house? (laughs) Let me try that. They know they're all. And he throws up West Side fans. It he's is wonderful. A, okay, thank you on. so much. So yeah, he's <laughs> Run DMC fans and just a big uh, West Side fan. Like West Side, he throws the fucking West Side sign <laughs> right after that. <laughs> anyway, so uh, it just uh, starts off amazing with that, and then it's kind of like a long speech. Uh, we won't watch the whole thing, but because it's 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 about 10, uh, twenty minutes. But after that, it just goes into him basically giving like a quick summary of his book. Just like naming off accomplishments he's achieved, and then like readily admitting that he could have, uh, couldn't have done mo- most of, uh, like his accomplishments without the help of others, which is basically the kind of the subject of his speech, which is good. It's like basically like kind of like uh, you can achieve anything you want, but don't be afraid to accept help from others because the people you meet along the way. This I, mean, I wrote this so it sounds way cornier than he actually says it. The people you meet <laughs> along the way are the ones that matter most. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, skip to a few minutes in, and I'll give you an example of what I mean by him basically summing up his achievements while also giving a funny story, which just kind of made me like uh, realize, like, man, this guy's charismatic as fuck, which I know we've mentioned before, but <laughs> yeah, okay. But it was very, very difficult to get into the movies. Very difficult. And only because I had help, I could get in. Because in the beginning, every agent, every manager, every studio executive said, you would never become a leading man. Look at your body, you look like a monster. <laughs> I was upset about that because I trained so hard and for so long, and all of a sudden they call me monsters. But the bottom line is, they say this is the 70s. 20 years ago, they did Hercules movies today, the little guys are in. Dustin Hoffman, <laughs> Al Pacino, Woody Allen. Those are the sex symbols of the 70s, don't you understand it? I said, oh, my God, oy vey. I mean, but they even delivered like, my it? accent. They said, look, the way you talk, I have to be very honest. I don't want to offend you, but you give me the creeps with your accent, with the German accents. It's scary. He says, maybe we can get you a job in Hogan's Heroes in that TV show to play a Nazi officer. And plus your name, Schwarzen, Schnitzel, or whatever it is. Yeah, I can see that already up there on the billboard. 
<laughs> and people running in because of the name. So the bottom line was it was very, very difficult, but only because I decided not to listen to the naysayers and because I decided to work as hard as I did in bodybuilding, to take acting lessons, to take voice lessons, English lessons, speech lessons, and accent removal lessons. <laughs> now I know you're gonna say, get your money back, Arnold. <laughs> but the bottom line is I ran around, the fine wine grows on the vine. Because the Germans always had difficulties with the F and the W and the V. Fine wine grows on the vine. And then the sink is made out of zinc and all of those kind of things. So I, did, I did this thousands of times. And eventually it worked. Okay. I started getting little pots. Okay. So I want to hear him do that without trying, like, like, divine vine, do it to sip with a vine. With a couple of schnapps in him. You see how that goes. Uh, so, anyway, uh, I, I, watched, I ended up watching the whole thing and I've heard those stories a few times now. I got to say that mm. dude is just super fun to listen to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely get why you you would invite him. I'm, I actually should have looked. I didn't even think about it until you mentioned it. I would invite him to. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, for the oh, commencement speech. Yeah, yeah. Which, oh. well, we should invite him on this podcast. Like, I yeah, think he'd be a good guest. I'm sure it's yeah. never happened before. Uh, I, well, I'm told it him. hasn't happened before. I'll make him an like, honorary cougar. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, cougar. So uh, let's have him on. Okay, I, you know what? That's a good idea. Let's do yeah, it. I, I'm not sure about it. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> All right. Talk about it off air. Uh, so I uh, actually did find something. Okay, there was one thing and I was like, okay, let me try to find something else. I actually did find something else I got to show you guys, but it has even less to do with the movie than the last thing because it came <laughs> out in 2014. But <laughs> since we don't really have any other videos, let's just watch this one because it's super fun. And I was at, uh, looking at, uh, so I was looking for more Arnold commercials for us to watch when I came across this, and it's for the website omaze.com, which is like a, uh, like a charity site. Yeah. And it's a promo video that he did to raise money for after, after school programs where you would enter a contest for the opportunity to hang out with him. And the activity that he wants to do while hanging out is just kind of awesome. So I guess I got to, let me share screen first because that's how it works apparently. So we're going to watch this first. <laughs> Can you guys hear it? Hi, yes, I'm yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. After hard work, laboring and slaving away, I finally have achieved my lifelong dream. And it is not to do Terminator or to do Conan the Barbarian or anything like that. No, not at all. But to finally possess my own f***ing tank. Look at this. <laughs> Come to LA and crush things in my dream. Let's crush a taxi cab. <laughs> Let's crush a piano. Here's a weight bench with 501 pounds. I'm gonna crush my own record. I'm going to crush a copy of Million Dollar Baby because it makes me cry. <laughs> I don't cry. No, you didn't just pass out. I'm inviting you personally to Los Angeles to crush things in my tank with me. All you have to do is go on ormaze.com slash Arnold. Just go and pump up that button. Boom. <laughs> this will the after school all stars. So, what are you waiting for? Come to Los Angeles. Let's go around and crush things with that tank. Okay, so yeah, first of all, that's awesome. But secondly, the best part is the description. Well, my favorite part is the description. So it says, it says, do this with me, enter here by Friday, and it gives the link. But then it says, the idea came from Reddit. So I want to give credit where credit is due. Specifically, it came from. <laughs> 
IP in your shower who has better taste in videos ideas than he did for, for charities than usernames. So he actually, he actually tagged the person whose Reddit it came from, and the username is IP in your shower, which was just great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now I'm sad he didn't have to say that in the video. Yeah. <laughs> that that is I I had some dreams in my life. <laughs> they kind of pale in comparison to just wanting to do that. That that's exactly what I was thinking when I saw this video. I was so sad that this is from 2014. I was like, oh man, I wish I could have done that. Like I would have I would have totally donated just to possibly do that. <laughs> yeah, have a slight chance in able to win it. Just like I don't know, cr- crushing stuff in a tank just sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. Hanging out with yeah. Arnold sounds awesome, and then you combine those two fucking things together. <laughs> I mean, he he says like the come to L.A. thing, which meh, like whatever. I don't need yeah. to go back down there. But the other stuff, like oh my God. <laughs> I wonder. I'm curious. Uh, if plus, he, you like, know, he's gonna be in a good mood too. If yeah, he gets for to crush sure. stuff in a tank all day. <laughs> exactly. I'm curious if they like uh, emailed the person that won before before he went out there. And so, like, so uh, you got three things. What do you want to crush? <laughs> like, oh hell yeah! <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, that's. Uh, I'll have for the promo stuff. <laughs> uh, yep, I think uh, I think it's about time to get into the summary. So that wraps up today's episode. Uh, we'll be back with the movie summary and later on uh, our thoughts and credits, kill count, and the irons pumped. So stay tuned. Sit here and refresh your podcast feed for this podcast, and uh, we'll see you soon. I guess there's only one thing left to say. Dear the party, Richter. 